0: Well, 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 look who's back. It's the Potluck Boys. Welcome in. Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. One more show for the road. One more for the road. We'll talk about the 2020 season and we'll see what else we can get into. Let's do it. to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Winter sports off and running at Commerce at this point. It's January 13th when we're recording this. It is cold out here on the front porch. wish we had a fire out here. Crackling and popping in the background, a little fireside chat would have been quite nice. Uh, The boys on the mats are wrestling. The wrestler boys are wrestling, (laughs) and the basketball team is is balling. They're off to a a little bit of a slow start here, but uh, region play just started. I've only attended one game, so I'm a little ashamed of myself. But uh, I did go watch them play Franklin County the other night. Um, So, what's our record, you know? I don't know, man. I think they're like three and nine or something. They've uh but that that's kinda including they started off pretty slow, like one and I don't know, like four or something before they even got the football players back. Yeah. So had a deep run in the playoffs in the football team. Small school like commerce that always It takes you a while to get going. But there's a lot of talent on that team. I think they'll be all right. Well good. Uncle Son,
1: how we doing? We're doing great tonight, Dino. It's good to be back here on the front porch. Uh probably going to be the last time we're on the front porch for a while uh this is the last uh edition of the 2020 potluck podcast uh, actually recording here in 2021 but i as as far as things are going in my life it's been a good start to 2021 um personally i know things are kind of crazy uh nationally and you know what are we talking about? Around the world. But, uh, <laughs> you know, things, things here in my
0: life in Commerce, Georgia, are going great. And I'm looking forward to talking about wrapping up the season here. Yeah, we'll have a quick show for you today. Just wanted to put a little period on the on the end of the sentence yeah. of the potluck. We have, it's the 20th episode, so it's a nice little little bow to Round tie on number. it. Round number. Yeah. You no. look like you was about to say something, yet you're kind of pointing your hand up. What you got? Uh, No, nah, I was just... I was glad you remembered that this was the 20th episode because yeah. I think that's important. Nice little round number to to get us get us out of here. I tell you what, we we did all right with our with our pickums on the uh, state championship results. I'll run through those real quick. I know everybody probably saw these games, but Prince Avenue did win. Single A private Irwin County over Brooks. Single A public Calloway actually beat Fitzgerald. I don't think either of us saw that coming. 22 to 17. That was a good game. Mm-hmm. Oconee County dropped a heartbreaker to Pierce County. That was an overtime game. In four A, God, you just you you just absolutely hate to see it. But Jefferson was handled by Maris thirty to fourteen. Warren Robbins showed out, uh put up sixty two on Cartersville. Buford held on to win and, and over time that was a that, that was the best game to me, uh, of the whole whole slate. And then Grayson asserted dominance thirty eight yeah. to fourteen over Collins Hill. That one was over pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, after such great games, that was kind of a an egg to end on. Uh I'll tell you what too. Uh, I didn't get to watch many of these games because I I had to work uh, or kind of through those days. But I did get to see the flag football games before oh, Prince Avenue. Major. The uh, what was it five to seven a game was really good. I, it was an overtime game, uh, just like that Buford Lee County game. So it was fun to watch. I did get to see the Buford game and I uh, watched Irwin win. Uh, but yeah, I had I had a good time watching those games.
0: Yeah, I had a real good time watching the Maris-Jefferson game. That, <laughs> that one oh, sure man. was fun. I hate – you know, I hate – I do hate it for them on some Listen, level. they're going to win next year, no doubt. Probably so. <laughs> I mean, there ain't no doubt, so you might as well Damn. revel in it while you can. <laughs> uh, you know their coach, the Jefferson's coach, is it uh, – Cathcart. Cathcart. You know, he's got big Tom Arnold vibes. I, I, I did not know that. Yeah, I had not seen him You must much. not have watched it. He's got big Tom Arnold vibes. You know Tom Arnold? You know no. Tom Arnold. Let me show you a picture. You, you know who he is. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. He's got big Tom <laughs> Arnold vibes, dude. You ever <laughs> I seen think that? it's the glasses. I don't know, man. It's, just, it's his whole, like, he does, like, the spiky hair thing, too. Yeah. I think it's his whole He's a persona. big tweeter, too. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I see some of his tweets sometimes. You ever seen Soul Plane? Uh-uh. Sounds go, like a good film. I don't want to go off on the Tom Arnold. But that's, for some reason, I always think of Soul Plane when I think of Tom Arnold. Uh, he's the Arby's guy, too, right? He's like the big Arby's guy. Do oh, we
1: have the Meats guy? Uh, I
0: don't know if he's that guy, but he's definitely got something to do with Arby's. Oh, I might get fact check on that. But I like Arby's. I do like Arby's. is Arby's underrated. really
1: underrated. If you, want like to talk about,
0: if you want to talk about a place over at Banks, you know, it's so crazy going over there. Because like the drive-throughs are always just absurd, especially yeah. now yeah. with COVID, like yeah. Zaxby's being shut down inside. Like yeah. I think Taco Bell is too. Mm-hmm. You can kind tell like mind. I only eat it. I only eat at the finest establishments <laughs> over there. But like Arby's, there's only ever like one car in the drive-through.
1: You you just sneak in there. They're pretty. It's fast. pretty easy in and
0: out getting turning uh, left because yeah. like you go to Chick Fil A, like they're fast, but like you it's impossible to turn left. Like I, I've completely. Just I've just given up right. I've given up I've turned right every single time for the past like year out of there
1: yeah with me working in Maisel now it's really no, easy you to get sneak to up way. you can go back. up by
0: the uh, watershed even. yep and I, I can hit
1: Wendy's I can hit Arby's I can yeah. hit Culver's I can hit Burger King and You're, all those places
0: yeah you've become a cross the bridge person easy I mean, basically, is halfway 85. in.
1: In you know, the post office actually sits halfway yeah. in Jackson, Jackson County and Banks. Banks County,
0: right there at the uh, yeah. Right so there when I'm
1: working mail, I'm in Banks County, but when I'm on the window, I'm in Jackson County. Wow,
0: How about that—that's <laughs> something else. You're learning all kind of facts here. Yeah. This is surely a wrap-up pod. We're we're far removed from, from football at this point, <laughs> other than the NFL still playing. I guess We've got a couple more weeks to savor some football before it's over for quite some time. Not true. There's some. Uh, FCS teams are playing in the spring.
1: Yeah, some time. other high schools uh, in across in the, spring, the country yeah,
0: too. Yeah. Got some spring football. Anyways, that's your state championship <laughs> results. <laughs> I know everybody probably already knew those, but we go. We went ahead and, and covered them anyway. Man, it is cold out here, boys. Woo! Twenty twenty year in review. I tell you what, it's important that we did put this episode out because it was such a good year. It kind was of a, a really you know, good banner year. year,
1: and surprisingly. Like, who would have yeah. thought that we even would have made it through the season?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, with COVID. And we we there were some big question marks we had, too. I mean, if you go back and listen to the early episodes in August and <laughs> September, there were some things that we highlighted, what are we going to do here, here, and here, yeah. that were, I mean, not even issues all year. And the senior class was really strong.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that first episode, like you're talking about, we didn't know it about Trey Huff being quarterback. I yeah. mean, he hadn't played – really at all at quarterback right. uh, maybe in some mop up time but Landon Bunn was the quarterback the backup quarterback in 2019 he transfers to Jackson County yeah. Trey Huff's kind of thrust into this starting role and he handled it like a champ I mean he was just consistently consistent
0: yeah, um, all
1: year long same thing for Draylon Martin and, and Sammy Brown stepping in uh, really with, with big shoes to fill and uh, those guys knocked it out of the park um, really, really happy with 2020. I, I was thinking on the way over here. I was like, since 2000, this is probably one of the the bet, top three or four seasons that we've had since yeah. we won our last state championship.
0: Yeah, I mean, region champs trip to the Elite Eight, finished uh, number three final ranking in the AJC, uh, warranted. I think. Yeah. Um, pretty much the only team in Single A that were that was really able to. Keep up with Irwin County yeah. other than Brooks County. Um, Clinch County got them, but still some question marks about what happened, what happened there. But yeah, um, the final top 10 in single A public by the AJC went Irwin County, Brooks County, Commerce, Metter, Dublin, Clinch County, Washington Wilkes, Wilcox, Turner County, and hellum So that was your final top 10 there in single A public. Um, not a whole lot of surprises given the results Met and Dublin probably even could have fell further than that. Mm-hmm. I think they were both overrated turns out um I mean I'm just gonna lay it on them straight, kinda <laughs> lay it on it when you can,
1: man, you tell me though back early in the season that we're
0: gonna be we're gonna finish ahead of Metter and Dublin. I'll take that oh, honestly, if you told me that early in the season, I'd probably been like, oh great, we'll win state yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, because those were the two teams early on we thought we were gonna be contending with yeah. Yeah, especially since they came down from double. But, yeah, man, some of those single A traditional power schools that you know, tough to beat regardless of classification. We want to talk about all region team. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's a big, uh, big year for Commerce. I, I looked back through. I mean, you could pretty much go down the roster and put a check mark by almost every starter. Like seventy five percent of the starters. Yeah, um, all region. I checked through some articles on
1: uh, Main Street for the Jackson Herald this year kind of when I was preparing for this episode and uh and Rosette counted them up 16 different players or 16 different honors that were given to the t- uh, Tigers start off with the biggest uh, offensive player of the year in Region 8A Sammy Brown um, that's the first time a Tiger has won that award I think since Cole Chancey did back in 2015 or 2016 um, and it's even more impressive that uh, Sammy's a freshman I mean that We've talked about that so much this year, but it is just insane. Yeah, that was a story of the year for sure. And uh, then go on, Coach Brown won Coach of the Year. I think that's the first time he won that award since he won it from the Athens Banner-Herald in '13 as his as his first year as head coach and for the Tigers uh, went seven and four that year. What do we get? What do we
0: finish this year? Like eleven and two? Um, I think that's what it was. No, I think it was. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 11-2. So, uh,
1: first time we won 11 games in a long time, probably since uh, 06, I think. Uh, big award there for Coach Brown. Uh, Traylon Martin, running back, all-region. Uh, Jake Frady's they've got him listed here as an H-back or a tight end. Picked up, all-region honors. Uh, Freeman Gaddis and Suber, all on the offensive line, all-region mm-hmm. team. Uh, Childers, Childers, I think, is the only player who made – all region in two positions, made it as a punter and then as a defensive lineman. Uh, Diaz, all region kicker, and the uh, goat, the goat. <laughs> Great season for Eric. Great career for Eric. Uh, Chauncey Jackson is um, an all region defensive lineman. In addition to Bo Childers, uh, Elijah Burns, linebacker, Trey Huff, Jeez, defensive back. Right. Excuse me, that was a belch for the for those <laughs> listeners out there that <laughs> came from the depths of my digestion. Um, Sorry, guys. But Trey Huff made it as a defensive back. Uh, Really, I think... What a disgusting animal. (laughs) I was just going to try to gloss over that, but thanks for bringing attention to it. Um, But no, Trey Huff making it as a defensive back, I think, is warranted. I think he was one of our best defensive backs this season. But uh, I think he also could have made it as quarterback. Uh, I think the quarterbacks for Towns and Social got the the really? award there. Yeah, it was not Palmer Bush. I would have thought it would have been uh, the quarterback for Athens. They're not in our region anymore. No, I was
0: thinking Washington Wilkes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's,
1: what's quarterback there's name?
0: It's not Dalen Cobb. Is it? Yeah, Dalen Cobb. How did he won. He, know, he did?
1: won another award. I think he won overall player of the year. No. Or, or right. defensive player of the year, he did win an award. Mm. Um, he right. had a great season. Then we had honorable mentions. Uh, I think these are both warranted. Maybe even a little bit of snubs that Holbrook and Nunn didn't get. Uh, didn't get some placement on the first team all region teams. They got honorable mentions as linebacker, along with Sean Cunningham and running backs uh, Tylen Brock and Michael Sherman. Uh, Cunningham got it as a wide receiver. Um, kind of moving on. We wanted to kind of cover all the things that have happened since the Commerce-Irwin game,
0: state championship games. Uh, one at, thing, least in, at least in Commerce football, the realm of Commerce football. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to try to cover everything in the world. That's happening. No, 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 no. We
1: would we not have to We be here time. all night. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, just in our little world, the Georgia Elite Classic happened, and this is something that... Yeah, that was cool. It was really cool. It was cool for Commerce to kind of be on a statewide spotlight. Um, Sammy Brown got invited to this game. This is a, a showcase game, for those of you who don't know who that, what this is. It's a showcase game for up-and-coming talent. It seems like it's kind of put on by Rusty Manziel or yeah, something. He yeah. has a lot to
0: do with it he's,
1: uh, and He's the guy from 24-7 Sports, big recruiting uh, analysis group out there. And he, he puts on this event, uh, invites players that he deems worthy, uh, maybe players that he thinks deserve a look from colleges. And uh, they do a freshman-sophomore game. They do a junior-senior game. And then they do, like, a middle school game. And Commerce had Sammy Brown get invited for the freshman-sophomore game. Uh, Sammy started at the running back position. And then we had uh, two def- or two middle schoolers mm-hmm. get invited to the game, Jakari Huff and Jeremiah Mintz. And – uh all of them did well. Uh, Sammy, Sammy played a lot at running back. He had 19 carries for uh, 51 yards and a touchdown, had a 11-yard rush to open it. That was his long for the night. But he also played considerable a considerable amount on defense and made an impact. And then the middle scorers were Jakari Huff, who made uh, five-and-a-half tackles, and Jeremiah Mintz, who made four or four-and-a-half tackles. What you got there, Dino? Yeah, four. Four tackles. So – uh it's a big, big day for Commerce over there in Rome. Uh, put us on the map. Found out that Rusty Manziel is a Commerce Tiger fan. I didn't know that. His his grandfather, he said, was one of his the biggest. His grandpa's from
0: Commerce or something, right? Yeah, I, did,
1: I didn't know that. And uh, he said that during the broadcast when he was talking about Sammy Brown. And that's cool. I don't know who his grandpa is. We'd we love to find
0: out. We got a fan in Rusty Manziel. It's <laughs> good, good to friend know. to have. That's good to know.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: uh, good stuff. Obviously, uh, a lot of individual accolades there and worthy ones, and then uh, some future. If you got to watch the elite, elite classic, see some of the next few years even. Yeah, uh, they led the that team in tackles. Huff mm-hmm. and, and Mintz, both were one and two. Yeah, and Jakari plays running back too, I believe. So he'll be he'll be a player to coming up that'll probably have a big impact. Um, should we jump right into some stats? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. Stats for the year. Yeah. So um, one thing that we were really fortunate to add to our show this year were some stats that we get each week from Anthony Gaddis. Um, he works with Future All-Star Sports, I believe is the name of the organization, with Doug Albanzi's. And uh, he would send us the stats each week, and he sent us all this like year end of – or end of year 2020 stats. And I, I just had some stats that jumped off the page to me that I wanted to share with you all. Um, team stats – Commerce scored 406 points compared to 205 points by our opponents, which is pretty impressive. Um, We had 79 explosive plays. If you have listened to us for a while, you know what an explosive play is. That's a a rush over 15 yards or a pass over 20 yards. We had 79 of those this year compared to only 12 that we allowed uh, for our opponents. Uh, pretty, Pretty cool there. Uh, We scored touchdowns on 48% of our possessions. And in the red zone, we were 81% scoring touchdowns. Uh, Had total offense here, rushing and passing. We had 4,589 yards, which is a gargantuan total of of offense. Uh, 4,019 yards came on the ground and 570 came through the air. I think Trey Huff accounted for all of that passing yardage. Um,
0: do you any thoughts there for you on those team stats? No, just the, you know, the dominance, especially you know the I mean 406 to 5, you know. That's impressive. It is impressive and and I think 81% in the red zone is is super impressive. Just a you know, a uh, an offense that was definitely Capable. It was well. It was also. I mean, capable is definitely a word for it. But it was kind of a. Uh, it was. It was even more explo. It was more more explosive than commerce has been in quite some time. Yeah, and it was interesting because we could shift
1: gears. We could be a ball control offense, or we could be an explosive offense, and that's something that that you have to have to be competitive in big games right. with quality opponents. Yeah,
0: that's a good point.
1: Um, I looked up earlier. I I don't remember. The specific statistics but on the Georgia High School Football Historians website they have all the teams in Commerce history and the amount of points they scored in a year and I think 406 is either third or fourth in all of Commerce football history since 1909 that's either the third or fourth most points that we've ever scored in a season so one of the most explosive offenses that we ever have had um, moving on here in the individual statistics, I kind of wanted to touch on just to just to let folks know because I find this stuff interesting. Rushing, uh, Sammy Brown broke the uh, sent the thousand yard mark uh, this year thirteen hundred and sixty eight yards rushing, um, fourteen touchdowns scored. Uh, Draylen Martin followed him second place with eight hundred and fifty eight yards rushing, twelve touchdowns. Trey Huff from his quarterback position. Um, Rushed for 612 yards, 13 touchdowns. Talon Brock, uh, preseason All-State selection. Uh, rushed for 407 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Talon was injured or absent most of the year. Um, didn't get to play a lot. Michael Sherman uh, had a couple big games. Rushed uh, for over 100 yards in a couple games. 253 yards rushing, five touchdowns. And Elijah Burns working in as a fullback uh, plays a lot of defense, or played a lot of defense for the Tigers. Rushed for 235 yards and four touchdowns. So we had a lot of
0: capable rushers this year. That's six that really made an impact. Yeah, three went over 10 touchdowns on the year. If you add them all up, that's 53 rushing touchdowns on the year. So that's about four a game, that's which a lot. is pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and
1: you know, in that same kind of thread, our passing game was impressive this year for for a commerce team. For us to throw for five hundred and seventy yards mm-hmm. um that's that's a component of the offense that's not always there and uh trey huff sophomore quarterback uh completed twenty six passes this year out of fifty one attempts so hovering right around fifty percent uh scored eight touchdowns to only one interception so those are those are really conservative numbers but that's good i mean he was he was productive in his passing um had some good receivers this year jake Frady's nine receptions, 172 yards, receiving a touchdown. Uh, Sean Cunningham coming right there with him with nine receptions, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Sammy Brown from the slot back position, um, six receptions for 181 yards, four touchdowns. A lot of those coming on the wheel route. We see that that play a lot. Um, and Tylen Brock. Two receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. So had a lot of sure hands out of the the backfield and from the uh, wide receiver position this year. Um, before we move on to special teams, you got any thoughts on those, Dino?
0: No, just that I mean, like you mentioned, it, it you know it does add, it, it helps a lot when you got capable receiving threats and a quarterback that can throw the ball and that kind of that option style offense. Um, it just kind of you know when you think about the college teams that have run it successfully for so many years it's always they always have a receiving threat too to Mm kind of like keep you honest just you know because you never know when it's coming Um, and kind of that ability to to pull it out when no one's expecting it, and all of a sudden there's like three receivers wide open because <laughs> no one's, you know.
1: Everybody's already already drawn up on the run. Right. And if you watch the Army-Navy game this year, I remember seeing that. Uh, one of their receivers got wide open. I can't remember which team, but one of their receivers got wide open on real wheel route just because everybody was already crashing
0: for the run. Right. Um, it's yeah. a good point. It's good having that second, you know, well, really third or fourth dynamic to the offense. Yeah.
1: Um, moving on to special teams, uh, extraordinary year for special teams for the Tigers. Uh, Eric Diaz uh, did most of the, the uh, kicking for Commerce. He was 50 of 58 on his PATs. A lot of those misses came early in the season. I think they were still trying to get their timing down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a really good year still, for him.
0: Still 86% though. Yeah, still 86%.
1: And then even more impressive, he was uh, 48 of 69 for touchbacks when he was kicking the ball off, which is wild. Which is nice. I
0: mean, it is very nice. His number as well is 69, <laughs> and that also is 69% of the time. He gets Wait, it. it was 69% of the time? 40 out of 69, 69.5, baby. Oh, my God. 69 I'm not rounding to... that up. I ain't rounding that up. This is the perfect statistic. That's the Diaz statistic. It's the nicest 69 statistic. 69 times 69 times 69 equals Air Diaz, the GOAT. <laughs>
1: My mind is mauled. I can't even continue. Uh, two out of five <laughs> field goals through the year for
0: Diaz. I really not sixty nine percent. Not sixty nine percent. But I, I wish kick, that kick it a whole lot. That Eric, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, I mean we scored a all lot things touchdowns. considered. Um, and I, I think that 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 uh, fact shows up in the next statistic as well, is that Childers didn't punt very much. You know. Um he punted 22 times this season in, we played, the, what, 13 games? Mm-hmm. So roughly twice a game. Yeah. He punted less than twice a game for 800 yards. Uh, all of his punts totaled for 800 yards. That's a 36.6 average on his punt. And 69, Erp, excuse me, I've got
0: Diaz on my <laughs> mind. Six of those punts were inside the uh, yeah. 20. And, and honestly, like, of those 22, I would wager that, like, the vast majority of those came in, like, three games yeah. or four games, which would have been, like, Academy, Irwin, Washington, Wilkes, and Lincoln Gordon County. Gordon Lee, maybe. Maybe Gordon Lee. That's where those punts came from. Yeah. Like in the other game, you wouldn't see children. There was a stretch, no no lie. <laughs> there was a stretch from, like, at, right after the Athens Academy game until Washington, Wilkes, where, like, you didn't even just see He didn't punt. He didn't punt. Like, it, he may have punted it. once in that stretch. <laughs> it's crazy. It was wild. We had a lot of – a
1: lot of really dominating performances during that stretch, but yeah, both of those specialists are going to be missed.
0: Uh, really, kind of generational or even, you know, program for commerce like that. Pff, having an a all-region kicker and punter on the same—it's unheard of. That there's no way that's ever happened.
1: I don't think it has. No I mean, way. at least not in our lifetimes.
0: No, no chance.
1: Um, so special teams was great. Defense was also great this year. Uh, really had. Across the board, we had some great defensive players. Uh, the, the most tackles uh, from all those defensive players came from uh, Hunter Nunn from his linebacking position this year. He had 68 tackles. One short. One short. I got to get off that. <laughs>
0: That's Diaz. That's Diaz, though. He's my guy. Yeah,
1: if Diaz played linebacker, he had 69 tackles. <laughs> but uh, Holbrook, uh, in an abbreviated season, came in and had 53 and a half tackles. Uh, Childersland uh, led the defensive lineman with 44 and a half. Huff led the defensive backs from his uh, strong safety position with 43 and a half. And then Landon Worley, uh, who was kind of a breakout player for the Tigers this year, had 42 tackles. A lot of those coming on quick, uh, kind of screens, quick passes. Uh, Worley really showcased his ability to, to, uh, react to those passes and make tackles. Sure. Surely, uh, a really sure tackler. Made a big tackle against uh, Irwin this year. Yeah, and we'll get him back, right? He's a junior. Yeah, he's either a sophomore or a junior. Uh, but we had a, 11, ta- 11 players with over 30 tackles, which
0: is kind of a good statistic. Yeah, the three at the top are all seniors. I think I think that's what – you know, you listen to a lot of these individual stats and, man, a lot of these guys are going to be gone next year. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit of a, a downer, but um, – we definitely got talent coming back, too. Yeah.
1: I mean, between the two of us and our friends, we already kind of talked about like what we're expecting for next year because the, the mind never rests. You're already thinking about what's going on next year. And we're going to be looking for some players to step up on the offensive line. We're going to be looking for some players on defense and in special teams. But, you know, one thing that we've seen in the, the Coach Brown era here in Commerce is that he found some players. And uh, we'll see some new stars come up. Uh, for the Tigers, uh, this next segment here is something that we kind of started last year,
0: kind of reviewing did, yeah.
1: the season and talking about our favorite moments. Um, I kind of went through, broke down some different things that I I thought um, stuck out to me, kind of, and then like the top ten, and then we'll do some honorable mentions here. Let me
0: get let me get a thirty second timeout here. Okay, thirty second timeout. The 30-second timeout has ended. Uh, We're back on the court here, and we're going to go through our top ten favorite moments from 2020. I'll I'll, I'll read off the titles, and and I'm going to let Uncle Saul take it from there. But we'll start with ten. Really kind of, you know, the first impression, you know, Sammy Brown's career starts strong.
1: Yeah, Sammy Brown did not waste the opportunity to play in the season opener against Banks County. Brown, who filled in for expected starter Tyler Brock, rushed for 116 yards on only seven attempts. He scored three touchdowns. Uh-oh. Here it comes. Chuck. I
0: oh, it is a truck. <laughs> he's revving it up for the potluck. Boys. He's kind of playing with the throttle a little he's bit. He's revving it up. Or he's having
1: problems <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, But old Sammy scored three touchdowns, one receiving and two rushing. Uh, the most impressive of which was a a 49-yard touchdown run on quick pitch right behind that right side of the line and
0: uh, it right in front of the Commerce sidelines. Another one from Banks County, Draylon Martin touchdown. So it only took two minutes and
1: 23 seconds for the Tigers to find Dirt in 2020. Draylon Martin took the option give from Trey Huff and outran the Banks County defense for a 72-yard touchdown. 2020 started with a bang, and uh, I remember this play. Like, I can see it
0: in my I can, mind. I think I can, too. But I want to to confirm with you, but go ahead. So, we're Let's sitting... make sure I'm thinking about the same thing. We
1: were sitting way up
0: uh-huh. top, yeah, like, like bird's eye chairs. view. We had the lawn chairs
1: out. Right beside the school, and the sun was still bright. Mm-hmm. Um, we got that the ball. It was hot. It was hot. We got the ball, and we started driving, and uh, we ran the option, and... Draylen busts through the middle and just sprinted like there was nobody around him, and we kind of looked at each other and was like, "Man, that guy's fast!" Like this is the first time we see Draylen Martin really as fullback, and uh, that's why I included it because I remember sitting in that chair and thinking, "Man, that guy's a stud," and uh, sure enough, he has an
0: all all region performance. Was as that? Uh, were they coming to? Were they coming towards, towards us? us? Okay, yeah, I'm remembering the right play. Yeah, for reference, we were up on the hill, right by the school, in the infamous end zone where Alonzo Huff, busted, s- scooped a score, you know, scoop and score, in two thousand six, and then ran onto the track. His momentum carried him onto the track, and he slipped, and went went, went uh, ninety went ninety degrees and fell down. Oh Which man. was electric. It's probably the least athletic thing he ever did. Followed by one of the most athletic things you ever did. Yeah. That was a. preceded by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good times. Good times. Freights, freight, Freighties. We still don't know how to say we – don't. we we're not sure yet how to say his name. <laughs> Both of their careers are over if we don't know how to say their name. Man, I saw him at the basketball game the other day, too. I wanted to come up to him and be like, man – What's your Listen, name? I I do this stupid podcast, and <laughs> we don't really know, we don't really know how to say your last name because the announcers all say it different. But I didn't because I didn't want to be a weirdo. Yeah. So anyways, uh, we all know where this one's going. This is the reception against Irwin County. Now, Jake Frades gave us hope. He was
1: our Obi Wan Kenobi in that Irwin County game. He gave us hope. He caught the ball. And then had his helmet ripped off. And for a moment, everybody in Ray Lamb thought that destiny was on the Tiger side. Oh, it was. 26-yard line, plenty of time on the clock. We thought we were going to go up. We were down four points against eventual state champion, Irwin County. Sophomore quarterback Trey Huff connected with Brady's on a crossing route for 26 yards. And the Comfer- Commerce faithful had faith a really great moment uh if you follow us on twitter we got that one on film so you can go back and relive that moment uh and see the commerce crowd reacting and 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 feel that hope that probably could have been a lot higher in my book but well yeah uh, feel free to say i i kind of compiled this list if you've got some some uh, qualms
0: them. listen i think that would have been i think that would have went like up near the top. You'll probably see some book. in the honorable mentions that should have been on the top ten too. Man, I think that was like I think that might have been like the favorite, my favorite moment of the year. Really? Man. Uh it was probably top five. Top five believe it Okay. Top five, you got the first grievance there. We got this we got number seven and nine. I'm not going definitely won't uh won't argue this one, but the uh the blocking from the O line and wide receivers.
1: Yeah, it was an extraordinary year for the offensive line and the blocking backs and the wide receivers. Um, I just listed a couple of my most memorable blocks, ones that I saw in real time, um, excluding one, I think. I saw that one on film, but these were really great blocks. Uh, Childers and freeman that's the right side of the line. Usually there's, there's a trend in, in commerce football where you put your most experienced your most skilled lineman on the right side of the line because we tend to be a right-handed team. We tend to run to the right a lot. Um, We ran quick pitch against Banks County. We kind of alluded to this play earlier. Sammy Brown scored on a 49-yard touchdown. And uh, I think it was Sherman, then Childers, then Freeman, and Hardy all reached. And they all just paved the way for Sammy Brown to take it 49 yards. Great play, great blocking. Uh, there was also another great block by Mason Gaddis. This one we saw on film. Uh, he climbed a linebacker against Manchester and I don't think the linebacker even saw him coming, but he destroyed him, decleated him, put him on the back of his head. Um, Sherman, uh, Michael Sherman and Talon Brock, uh, both senior slot backs, led block a lot of the year for Sammy Brown. Uh, they did a phenomenal job. Um, I, I think a lot of the times these guys aren't in the spotlight because they're blocking backs, but they did an excellent job. Time and time again, we saw them spring Sammy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when we played Gordon Lee, you and I both saw this in real time. We ran quick pitch again. it's so often in quick pitches when we see this, but uh, Fredy's hooked a guy, and then he hooked another guy. He made two crucial blocks in one play, didn't give up on the play, And uh, really, really sprung Sammy for a long gain there against Gordon Lee. But those were just some plays I wanted to highlight uh, because I enjoyed watching them.
0: Yeah, but the blocking was good all year long. Uh, Like you said, it's important to highlight some of those ones that we remember. Um, Man, they really, the front really led the way this year. Number six, Sammy's kickoff return uh, down at Athens Academy, Slaughter Field.
1: So Sammy Brown's 99 kickoff return for a touchdown was the long, bright spot in an otherwise tough night at Athens Academy. Uh, Sammy broke several tackles in front of the ACAD bench and then outran everybody else. The freshman Tiger showcased his speed and impressed many statewide, including Recruit Georgia, which is an account on Twitter that kind of – I guess promotes high school yeah. football athletes in the state. Yeah. Uh, they honored him with the statewide play of the week
0: that week. Yeah, that was a good one, like you mentioned. Definitely the <laughs> the long, bright spot there. Mm-hmm. Um, another one from Sammy at five is 77-yard rush against Irwin County that kind of gave us a little life there. Yeah, it did. Game. It was, it was a, a pendulum swing for the momentum
1: in uh, favor of the Tigers. And that's exactly what Ben Monroe said. I took this, this quote directly from his article um, in response to coverage of that game. The momentum seemed to be firmly in Irwin County's favor after its defense forced a three and out, but the Indians gifted Commerce a first down in the form of a roughing the punter penalty. Brown made the Indians pay for the penalty by running through defenders at the line of scrimmage and sprinting 77 yards down the Tigers' sideline side for a score. Cutting the lead to nineteen to fourteen with two fifteen left
0: in the half, yeah, I had kind of forgotten about that rough in the punter, yeah, that was a huge play, momentum, was. momentum wise and just kind of not getting out of the game early, right I mean,
1: without that, we were out of the game
0: right because they they may go score again before half
1: they did they went up twenty five to fourteen before yeah. the half,
0: so it could have been twenty five to seven right, just as easily um without that penalty and then the subsequent, you know, seventy seven yard touchdown outran a couple of the the Bineyards on that yeah. play too, which is uh that's no small feat. I mean both those guys are going D one football. Yeah, it was it was a moment
1: where I was energized just by watching it. I mean he broke and when I say he broke through tackles at the line of scrimmage, these weren't just like we weren't playing Towns County. We're playing
0: Irwin County. We're
1: playing Irwin We're playing County, playing the East. state championship and he broke through Everybody knows three what that tackles. Means,
0: listening to this show,
1: I mean, at the line of scrimmage, physical tackles, and and just
0: sprinted, and that boy didn't look back. Yeah, this is and this was a good one. Number four, getting into the top five now. This was man, this oh man, Whew, this is this is a tough one because this could have been higher too. But uh, Holbrook the forced fumble at Washington Wilkes. So on a cold November night. We had a top 10 battle down there in
1: Washington, Georgia, for first place.
0: Man, that was a classic. right uh, there.
1: In 8A public. Yeah, I think it's a wall game in my book. Um, down there in Washington, Gray Holbrook stepped up, and he stepped up big. Washington Wilkes led Commerce 17-14 at the half, and they had the ball. A touchdown could have broken the, back, the backs, the collective backs, of the black and gold Tigers. But uh, senior linebacker Gray Holbrook blitzed off the left end right into the Washington Washington Wheelbacks running back, Zacchaeus Jackson. <laughs> uh, he, he's, he surprised him. I think that's what happened. He was on him so fast, he hit him so hard, he forced a fumble. And uh, then he had the presence of mind to jump on the ball, and he recovered the fumble right there. Connors took over. Uh, we were down at that point. We went ahead. A little bit later in the game, but we went on to win that game twenty-eight to seventeen. And I don't know if we win that game if we don't make that
0: play. I don't think we do. Um, that was a huge play. I mean, it just kind of completely. That was another momentum play. I mean, you think about it, you know. It was a huge momentum play. That that, that game is in serious doubt until that until that play happened. Um, you know, shortly after, that's when. Uh, Dacus Terman got up from his seat and left. <laughs> he said, I'm gone. <laughs> right, Dakus Terman, you know, sat down there right in front of us. About a three or four rows. rows. Down, a few rows down from us. He heard everything we were saying. Gave the pregame speech to Washington Wilkes. And, oh, man. what well, a lot good night. that night, too. Was... Terman, of course, you know, uh, single season, still the single season record holder, I'm pretty sure. Rushing yards in Probably the state so. of Georgia. Went on to play at South Carolina. 3,100 yards. Which ain't Play, no I think he had almost 400 against Commerce that night. Yeah, and I think little little me left crying. That <laughs> Eight-year-old me. That was a, that was a brutal experience. Yeah, those highlights are still on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, but he left. He left the game super early. Yep. Uh, got out of there. Him and his lady. Yep. He, he had to. He had to dip out. He didn't want to be a part of the loss. So. <laughs> Classic night there down in Washington. Um, number three. Oh gosh. This is a good one too. The Childers punt. Yep. So this one came against Gordon
1: Lee, mm-hmm. and uh, as we've talked about throughout all twenty Man, this episodes, this one was in
0: peril too. Jeez, it, it was. You this was a moment. three momentum plays back to back to back. Yeah, we talked about. Wow. This this is it. Wow. Special teams were
1: huge for Commerce this season. Probably the biggest special teams advantage we've ever had in my lifetime, and in this instant. Bo Childers' leg and wits may have saved the season. With a slim seven-point lead in the fourth quarter, Commerce was forced to put on our own 38. The down and distance was fourth and 12. Disaster strikes. A high <laughs> snap. Bo Childers doesn't know where the ball is. He's looking around. He finds the ball. He's searching for the ball. He finds the ball. It's loose, and uh, Gordon Lilly. Gordon Lee's defenders are all around They're swarming around him Childers finds the ball, recovers it On our own 10 yard line 10, 15 yard line somewhere around in there And in this panic moment I was thinking about this during the game In this panic moment An ordinary high school athlete Might have done something foolish Probably, most I mean, 99% of guys probably just look up and panic But not Bo Not Bo Childers with Trojans all around, he takes two big steps forward and stepped into a powerful punt that flipped the field in Commerce's favor. Uh, the, the punt soared through the air and came all the way down, bounced, and then rested at the Trojan 23. Uh, the play really might have been a 14-point play because it, it prevented a Gordon Lee scoop and score, and then on the ensuing drive, Commerce's defense stopped Gordon Lee. So, it definitely prevented Gordon Lee from scoring and tying the ball game. But then, you know, it prevented them from doing that again because the defense stood up.
0: It was at least a seven-point play.
1: Yeah. It was it was
0: huge. Um,
1: but after that play, I remember looking at you and just being like, I can't believe that actually
0: happened. Electric. And then, as Joe, Joe Sanders, the infamous, mentioned on Twitter, probably the, the best punt since uh, Michael Collins is 80-yarder in the Dome in, in 2000. so I would agree with that. That was a huge moment there. Number two, we had we had to put our guy up here. Come on. Air Diaz, 44-yarder. Before I get into this one, <laughs>
1: I'm going to take my hat off here. I'm going to uncross my legs, oh, get man. comfortable. It's been a pleasure covering Air Diaz Golly. for the, the past on, three Best seasons. Diaz. I really am. I mean, he's been our guy our guy from the beginning from sophomore the beginning year. number 69 neon cleats how can you not like this
0: guy uh I can't believe man but
1: we we have really Some,
0: somebody's got to give him a shot in college he he deserves it he, he deserves just, it. he just needs a shot
1: and he proved it with this play first round of the playoffs eric diaz etched his name in commerce tiger history again with 43 seconds left in the first half Diaz kicked a 44 yard long field goal to increase the Tigers' lead to 24 to nothing. This field goal is tied for the second longest kick in commerce football history. The longest is 45 yards. So just shy of having that number one spot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad Eric got the opportunity to kick this kick because it, it shows what he's capable of. And I remember I went back and I I read through all the articles that uh, Ben Monroe wrote this year. Uh, Great job covering the Tigers this way, by the way, or this year, by the way. Uh, Coach Brown was quoted saying that Diaz could make it from further. Um, And I believe he could. We've seen him make it from 50 in warm-ups. No
0: doubt. Um, So, yeah. He, uh, and there's, you know, the the longest is 45 yards for sure. But, man, it, it was like a little bit of, it was like a week of, of contention between like commerce historians about who actually is tied for with 45. Yeah, it's still kind of unclear in my mind. Because Prickett says that it's Tommy Eason um, and uh, somebody else said it was Daniel Carter, right? He said he, Prickett says it's Daniel Carter and Tommy Eason. There's two people tied. And then Pickle. And Pickle's the other one. No, but see, Pickle's name, I think, erroneously was thrown in there <laughs> by, by, by somebody. The legend. Because I think even Pickle himself who on, who, on Facebook was like, nah, like I hit a 43-yarder. <laughs> because trust me, Pickle, he's on Facebook. I
1: did not know Pickle was on so, Facebook. Yeah, he's
0: on Facebook. I, his- hear, I hear that he is, like, heavy on Facebook. I try to stay off here, <laughs> But I hear that he's heavy on Facebook. But, yeah, I think maybe, like. On WJJC, they said that it was Pickle and Daniel Carter, um, but I think it's actually Tommy Eason and Daniel Carter. So we can clear Micah's name. We're, we're pretty sure he is accountable. We're pretty sure that his brother is still tied for the farthest. Um, he is trustworthy. They might. I mean, Twitter might have to start putting some. You know, they to fact check us. They soon. might have to start fact checking some WJJC stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like They did on Trump's tweets back when he could tweet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those days? Oh, uh, glad to forget them. Oh man. No, but yeah, that I think that's still a, still up in the air. I'm pretty sure Tommy Eason and Daniel Carter are tied for the 45 yarders, but the farthest. We could uh we could get we can get some confirmation on that if the people want it. Oh we've reached the finale. Number one, I think is 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 obvious, and it's. Yeah. Breaking bringing home that region championship in Commerce over Lincoln County, 17-7. to 7.
1: 17 years is a long time. Most of those boys who are on that team, uh, that's their entire life is 17 years, maybe a couple 18-year-olds on there, maybe a 19-year-old or two. Uh, it is Commerce. But that's how long it had been since Commerce had won a region title, 17 years. Um, thankfully, we got that monkey off our collective backs this season with a convincing – Physical seventeen to seven victory over the Lincoln County Red Devils. Um, Really excited that that win came over Lincoln County Um, because we hadn't beat them that much better. It did. I mean, we hadn't beat them since two thousand two, I think. Um, So just phenomenal that we got that region championship. Uh, The next thing we got to do is win state, and I think we can do that. Uh, So. Those are the top ten moments. We had, did have a couple honorable mentions here. Uh,
0: Dano's typing something pretty furiously, so maybe he's got something <laughs> to add. No, I love the honorable mentions. Go ahead. I, I actually wasn't here for the first one that you're going to mention, but uh, tell us all about it because I think – Uh-oh. That's somebody dragging over There's there. There's a on car coming one. off in the distance. I don't know if he's coming up this road or not. <laughs> Look out I think that's, is. that's the out. highway. Like he's on a mission. Anyway, I huh? Is at the cuckoo clock. He might be turning. I don't know. But no, I think a lot of people weren't in attendance for this one. And uh, although we did briefly mention it on Twitter, it might need a full, you know, like a true Hollywood stories from Uncle Song. All right.
1: I'll I'll let it be known.
0: (laughs) Um, So I I start here with
1: the silly, and then we're going to kind of work our way up to the the actual, to the legitimate. Um, We played Towns County this year. Towns County is actually on the rise in football. I don't know if you guys have seen the highlights from Jake McTaggart. He also has gotten an an, an offer from Kentucky, I believe. Six seven tight end, one to look out for, Jake McTaggart. But Commerce um, Commerce Comers, Comers beat them convincingly this year, and and we got into garbage time, as as we like to call it, and the Bee Bombers got in, uh, and the Bee Bombers got in, and things got a little feisty. With Towns County, Towns County was all night was talking trash. They'd get up from getting pancaked, and uh, be be talking trash to our offensive linemen like they had done something. They get up off the back of their heads, and when the B bombers got in there, they were a little bit more evenly matched. And uh, somebody somebody had the ball. It was either Towns or us, and and they ran a play to the Town sideline, and there was this big uh, scrum kind of conglomeration of people. And uh, there's some pushing and shoving, and the first honorable mention is the fight that ensued from that pushing and shoving. Uh, I don't know what all happened. I, I, me and your brother attended this game, but there, there was there was a push, and then there was a shove, and then there was kind of a punch, and then there was like some yah yah yahs, and the whole sidelines erupted over there at Towns County, all like three or four of them, and uh, there, there was there this brouhaha. And Coach Brown got all animated and I think one of the Hill twins kinda got a, a speaking to and said to calm down a little bit. But no, nah, that was our first honorable mention for top moments of the year is the J V fight. I really be being
0: there for that one.
1: It was it was like dirt track racing way. entertainment or like like local wrestling entertainment. It was it was fun to watch.
0: Yeah. Gosh. I wish I could have been there for that one. Along those same lines, uh <laughs> speaking of white trash. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honorable mention number two: uh, the
0: mullets that have resurged in Commerce, Georgia. A which long, is a great high look, just, by the way. It is. It's for a young man. There ain't nothing better than than strutting out with a with a nice mullet. It's like when you see a big like fighting rooster strutting around. <laughs> it's like a young commercian with a mullet. There's just like this air of pride, and it really took over the whole like football scene. Because Coastal Carolina, I mean, Mm -hmm. almost every player they had had a mullet, and I wondered if it trickled down from Coastal Carolina to Commerce and then throughout the ranks. I don't know where it trickled down from. I know because it's everywhere. It definitely didn't start in the NFL. Like I don't see any players (laughs) in the NFL with mullets. It probably
1: started in some
0: bar in Myrtle Beach somewhere. If it started in coastal Carolina. I don't know, man. Maybe like COVID's getting into people's brains and like tricking them to be like, you know what? Mullets are actually cool again. Maybe <laughs> that's a side effect. You don't have a mullet. I don't have a mullet. I don't have one either. Maybe we need to. Maybe somebody needs to have talk a mullet. About it. Maybe. Maybe. I
1: don't, I don't think, think I could grow know, one, at one, this one of the way. first
0: people I remember seeing having a mullet like in in pop culture was Theo Vaughn. Yeah. He's had a mullet for a while. Like yeah. he's been rocking that thing for a long time, way before I saw it everywhere. Yeah but you're right there was something to it's do a with like Coastal Carolina kind of made it their thing this year yeah and we, it was a thing in commerce too
1: we saw even like the managers like a couple of the little managers had mullets uh, Sammy Brown had one this year you know so it's proliferated yeah. throughout commerce um, and it's not a bad look you know 1989 is alive again yeah. um, another kind of funny moment. Gordon Lee, we played them in the second round of the playoffs and it was a blustery night Uh, and their tent wasn't having none of it. They brought like (laughs) an athletic trainer tent and set it up on the sidelines. Commerce is kind of notorious for having slim sidelines. It's one of the things I love about Tiger Field is the sidelines are are very short. Like You can interact with the players as a fan base and uh, they tried to set that tent up on our small sidelines and it was on the embankment and just got blown and destroyed. Uh, it's kind of fun to see. Um, this is a so we were happy about the Gordon Lee tent. That was kind of a jovial night. This was not a jovial night. Uh, Coach Brown argued with the referees at Athens Academy. I can't remember what happened. Do you remember what happened?
0: I remember it was trash call.
1: It was it was either a chalk or subject, like a legal but... motion or something like that. But the referees at Athens Academy threw a penalty. On the
0: Tigers. You would never believe this, but the referees at Slaughterfield <laughs> may have had a few bad calls. <laughs> oh, they were bad. They were bad. But, uh, anyways,
1: Coach Brown was arguing, and it it lasted so long that I got to record it on my phone. I had I had the presence of mind to draw my phone out of my pocket and record it, and I made a GIF of it. Maybe may be released later. Um... But he took his iPad out there, and they were show. He was showing in the referees on film that it was not a penalty, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't change their mind, and it was hilarious. Um, but it didn't happen. Um, the next honorable mention. We talked about this kind of at the beginning of the season. Our all our uh, non-region schedule was eight double A heavy. Uh, kind of maybe prepared for us to go up to eight double A. Um, we went three and zero against eight A, eight excuse me, eight double A this season. Uh, we beat, beat Banks County, we beat Union County, and we beat Elbert County. So uh, strong showing from the Tigers against eight double A this year. Uh, Dino, you got anything to add?
0: It's a region that we might get more familiar with. Commerce keeps getting much bigger. I would really be interested to see how Commerce matches up against Raven. You know, maybe with
1: Gunnar Stockton, it might not be favorable for us. But after him, that's
0: some news too. We we probably should cover. Yeah, Gunner he's he decommitted de- to South Carolina. I mean, all signs point to him going to Auburn. Yes, with know, Bobo. where Bobo's going. So, yeah, George will probably still see him. But uh, he'll be a junior next, next season or a senior. No, he's going this year. He's going to be a freshman in college next next uh, next was year. Was he a senior this yeah. year? Yeah, Stockton it was his last year. Yep, he'll be a freshman at Auburn next year. Well, maybe not Auburn. Wow. I'm hearing some Clemson stuff too. Off, off. Uh, he kind of fits in. At there's Clemson. some, there's some rumblings. Yeah, I could see that. But I, I, I still, I would bet Auburn. But Cle- I, I have, I have been on the, the dark interwebs reading some, <laughs> reading some Clemson The dark games.
1: webs seeing the Clemson. That's chats. scary.
0: You don't want to get on the dark webs with the Clemson <laughs> folks. Oh, You'll end up storming the Capitol. <laughs>
1: Clipson's not that far from Tiger as the crow flies. I mean, there's a lot no, of No, it's actually probably between. pretty
0: easy to get there from Raven County, yeah. if I had to guess. No. Geographically.
1: All right, next one here. Honorable mention for Elijah Burns, the Renaissance man. He plays offense, he plays defense, he plays special teams. Uh, we saw him come in in relief of Eric Diaz uh, as a place kicker uh, against Social Circle, and he had five out of eight. Of his kickoffs that night, we scored a lot of points that night. Uh, went for touchbacks, and I, I was sitting there in the stands like, "Where has this been? Like, who is Eric, who is Elijah Burns kicking field, or kickoffs?" Yeah, but yeah, uh,
0: that was a that was electric. It was wild. Knowing that there was a backup just in case. Sixty-two and a half percent of his kickoffs went into the end zone, and they
1: couldn't return them. A major weapon lying dormant in Elijah Burns' foot. All right. um... Uh, Continuing on with Social Circle, we threw the ball a
0: lot in that game. Uh, Trey Huff Man, that had was over an 100 interesting yards. game. I feel like it was kind of a weird game.
1: It was a weird game. I think it has that kind of aura because of our weird dining experience that night. It yeah. kind of bled over Yeah, that a was game. a bad
0: dining experience. And the stadium was too nice for Social Circle. It was. So it was just kind of like a weird thing.
1: It was weird. And the weirdness <laughs> continued because like – <laughs> We had we went 3-3 three three that night with like two or three touchdowns through the air. And one of them was from uh, Trey Huff to Sean Cunningham. Cunningham caught an over-the-shoulder pass for a touchdown for 34 yards in the fourth quarter. And that was one I considered including in the top ten moments of the season. But just because it was beautiful. I mean, it was something that I didn't expect. Um, To continue that same kind of thread here in the top ten moments uh, – Trey Huff to Sammy Brown in the Gordon Lee game. Uh, this was this is a play that almost stopped my heart. Um we were tied fourteen to fourteen and we took a timeout. This was a moment you know, in years in the future when people look at this score and see it's a second round playoff game and see that Connors won twenty eight to fourteen, they're gonna not know how close this game was. Yeah. Gordon Lee was a close ball game. And uh, this play really kind of changed the fate of that game. We called a timeout, um, got the right play call, and Commerce ran a wheel route. Trey Huff th- throws it to Sammy Brown, touchdown. Uh, we go up 21 to 14 over uh, over Gordon Lee, and that probably should have been in the top ten. That was an electrifying moment.
0: Yeah, that was that. That easily could have could have snuck its way in there, maybe even top five. That was a really good. It was really good moment of the year, um, man. That's our recap show. I think. Do we have anything else on? What else we got to talk about?
1: No, nah, I. I'm just really looking forward to 2021. Uh, see what the season has to hold for us. We'll have the same schedule, just flip flopped home and homes. Um, really thankful for all the folks that helped us out this year. You know, when we started the season, we didn't know we were going to do this show. It's kind of something we did on a whim. Mm-hmm. And we've had so many people on Twitter, uh, so many people in the community help us out. Uh, you know, I think of Anthony Gaddis helping us with the stats. I think of uh, the Brown brothers, Rob and Russ, being really supportive. Mm-hmm. I think of Joe coming on here, and yeah, helping Joe us came out. On,
0: had some guests uh, come on. Dion, Randy, Womack, uh, TB, TB, in South Georgia. Us we didn't get South back with Georgia. him. We need to get back with him a little bit more next year. Yeah, get some more South Georgia updates. Yeah, hopefully we can, hopefully we can keep improving it we for the people.
1: It's been really fun.
0: Yeah. It has. It has been a lot of fun. Uh we enjoy doing it. And uh I guess this is the close out for a while, should I go ahead and close it on out? Well Good toast. Yeah. Cheers cheers. And as we ride into the great unknown, <laughs> the future is dark and full of terrors. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. Who knows what will happen in the coming weeks and months? A man in a faux-fur Viking horn hat cape may briefly hold court in the Capitol. (laughs) You might call me crazy, but we've all seen it. (sighs) Until then, stay safe and stay sane out here. We'll be all right. When the time is right, we will return. The Potluck Boys will strike back. And when the time is right, we will drop some merch. That merch is coming. coming. That's a promise we're going to keep. Until then, go support the Tigers if you can in these winter sports, spring sports still coming up. Stay tuned. Thank you all for listening.